tasting blood here. This is not good. I frequently think about the eroticism of robot on robot violence. A gremlin alien that eats its own poop. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Do you not want to have sex with me? Are you not aroused? There was a game where there was one pixel throwing numbers at another pixel. <laughs> I could probably drop a couple hundred hours into that. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. If I were playing it on an original NES, I probably would not have an original NES anymore. Is this a Final Fantasy related anything? Oh, it's 10 out of 10. And now, your hosts, Luke Matthews. Ho ho, look at how awesome I am. My fists are on fire. Fuck, I gotta put these out. James Dykes. You stand next to him, you shoot him, he jumps over you. You turn around and shoot him again, he jumps back over you. You turn around and shoot him again, he jumps back over you. (laughs) And the fight's over. And Matthew Coyne. Escort quests are cancer. It's video game cancer. It's like, your escort quest is metastasized, you're gonna die. Fifty? Is it fifty-nine? Is that uh, what episode? Something like that. Yeah, I episode think 50, so. 59 59 of After the Fact podcast. Let me uh, put up my uh, <coughs> something. Oh, yeah. yeah, iTunes. That's your whole night. That's going to be an awesome show with you going. Hey, and um, oh. let me do some uh, research on the fly. Aww. Um, fuck, I can't remember what I was going to say. Um, I think it's the marijuana. It's affected my brain pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, <coughs> uh, welcome. <coughs> Episode. Uh, welcome to episode fifty nine of the After the Fact Podcast. I am your host Luke Matthews. I am joined today by the phlegm in my throat, uh, as well as James Dykes. Uh, that that phlegm was what kept me off the podcast last time. And uh, Matthew Coyne. Guten Tag, Webonets. Uh I don't know what we're going to talk about before we get into talking about Star Tropics, but Star Tropics is going to be the the uh, topic of the day. Um, we'll talk a little bit about E3. We'll talk a little bit about what we're playing. Um, I've been playing the same shit that I've been playing for weeks. Like, <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing, I played some gold, uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss. I played some Rayman Origins. I'm like, uh, didn't still... get a chance, didn't get a chance to play any Borderlands in the next, uh, in between last show and this one, which, you know, we wanted to do before Borderlands 2 come out. However, found out that, um, uh, my wife, her work is sending her to Europe uh, as in next Sunday, so six days from now, is sending her to Europe for three months. So she's leaving July or June seventeenth ish. She's coming back September fifteenth. All, all this needs is uh, Chevy Chase, and you got a movie. <laughs> yeah, <I> right. <laughs> yeah, um, it's cool for her. It sucks for me, and she's going to be gone when Borderlands Two comes out. So. Oh well. Um, <laughs> How's Europe treating you now? So what? No, I don't want to renew my goddamn subscription. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Fuck <Everybody> you. <laughs> Fuck you, Norton. Twenty first century man. Everything. Hi, subscription. I'm Norton Antivirus. Are you protected? Hey, I'm Norton Antivirus. Are you protected? <laughs> Any minute now. I swear Seriously, to God, right? I'm gonna turn fifty and my dick's gonna pop. I'm just be like, you know, in forty nine days you need to change the password. What? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's like the, the the Norton antivirus is like is like a condom that constantly snaps your balls and tells you that you need to change the condom. <laughs> like, or it and breaks. when you need it most, it, bre- it pops a leak. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, hey, check me because there might be holes. <laughs> you need to check me right now. Ow. Snap. Hey. Oh. Yeah. 
Was there molasses on this condom? I fuck so slow now that I put this Norton on. (laughs) Norton, a Jimmy hat that lets you fuck like quicksand. Oh god. Oh god damn, either I'm wearing a Norton or I'm trying to put my dick in a La Brea pussy. What the fuck is this shit? I'm tagging a dinosaur eye socket in the back of this and it takes me four weeks to get to the end. <laughs> I should be stopping you. <laughs> Why? Just get on the train, baby. Oh, so Hey, dumpster fire two minutes in, new record. Uh. <laughs> Uh, you weren't on the Urban Champion episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. oh, so, uh, yeah, I've been playing the same shit that I've been playing for weeks. Uh, I uh, we'll, we'll talk about uh, upcoming stuff when we start talking about E3, but what have you guys been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing this... Uh, I started out playing this sweet indie game. It's called Error 37. <laughs> it's, it's a real... Yeah, that's by a really small company, right? Like, should... Yeah. Okay. Blizzaro, I think. Yeah, okay. It's a, it's a psychological thriller. You're this guy who just purchased a AAA title that has only online play. <laughs> that's psychological horror for you right there. And you click a button and it says Error 37. <laughs> and then you keep clicking the button eventually it'll stop saying error 37 but that's you, better but, but but the thing is is like you want to get the high score you want to have it say error 37 as many times as possible and you never know when it's going to stop saying error 37 <laughs> you know, i'm listening to you i'm just i'm just uh i realize that you're really quiet because i had turned down the wrong mic oh well, well that's but that's, it wasn't completely that, off that, you could still be that's helpful still still you you can fix that later right? i i just just delete no. me from the podcast entirely <laughs> Fuck it. no i got you now 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 listeners get to hear you uh slowly transition from the right their right ear to their left ear as i uh, uh, good, good as good. i fix the problem you get louder and then you move from from right to left to, uh, <laughs> so after i lost error 37 i got to play diablo 3 oh nice yeah oh, cool. um and i'm not a fan Really? Why not? Um, the the I'm more of a single player type person with this game, and the whole experience is designed to be a giant slot machine for the auction house. Mm. That's the entire experience. Well, but isn't that kind of what the original games were anyway? Like it was just it was just like click was- on something until you get an item. Right? Sure. I mean, sure, but the game was self-contained. You didn't have to like deal with fucking Blizzard servers to to get that's get your fair. shit. Yeah, that's true. The DRM uh, in this game it, I will I will not buy it. Like there was there was a brief point where I thought maybe, you know, maybe I'll try it because I hate the DRM, but I want to try Diablo. Maybe I'll try it. And any sliver of a chance of that happening was erased by error 37 like once it actually happened and i and all of my firm's fears were confirmed i'm like no not even gonna buy it and, and even if that didn't sway you maybe it would have been the the random account hackens oh nice or uh, battle.net sweet password policies nice yeah uh, um yeah so it, it came out like three weeks ago that three weeks ago yeah. that uh apparently there's no case sensitivity in Blizzard's passwords for Battle.net. Nope. Oh, really? Yeah. Well done. Yeah, it's in, in an environment where you're spending actual money mm-hmm. to get items, and and literally every item you get in the game can be converted to real currency. 
their security methods are a goddamn embarrassment. <laughs> Just a goddamn embarrassment. Yeah. So so there's zero chance I'll ever deal with the auction house in this game. There's just no chance I'll ever dive into the auction house. There's no chance I'll dive into a public game because I might as well be just hopping into a sea of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, this, you know, the the whole concept of of a single player game forcing you to connect to the servers to play is uh, it's beyond. It's whack ass. Yeah, like. It was because called, we because, had that though. It was, it was called Fantasy Star Online, and it. But kind that's of, but that's Fantasy Star Online, online. right? Right. Now my problem is, um, the reasoning behind it is not sound, yeah. right? The reasoning behind it is is supposed supposedly piracy prevention. Yeah. However, what? That's the way it always is. Like, why why else would anyone need to log oh, into a server to play a single oh, player no, 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 game? No. Okay, no, no, I'm, it's, I'm there. I'm there. It's piracy prevention. Yeah. yeah, yeah. However. The online features are what's going to make Blizzard their money. Yes. You know, they sell their copies and they they have online features. Now, they could very easily check someone's uh, copy when they log into Battle.net for using those online features. Yep. Yep. Like every other game on the planet where they're like, yep. "Hey, wait, you Like you, say Diablo 2? Yeah, you don't have a you you <laughs> don't have a valid code or you hacked your fucking game, so we're going to shut your ass down." Right. Um, but instead, they go this route where, like, they did the same thing that, um, uh, what was it, the Final Fight, uh, it was like a Final Fight collection on PS3. Okay. That ca- was it Final Fight? Because it was Capcom? Is Capcom Final Fight? Capcom is I, Final Fight. Yeah, yeah. Was, yes, okay. It was a Final Fight and... Wait, um, wait, Capcom had terrible DRM too? Yeah, they did one, <laughs> yeah. They did it for it was a it was a final fight and another game um, bundled bundled together and when you and you had to be connected to the PSN to play it even if it's uh, even if it's sing, if just playing single player and it's like f- fuck off yeah like, exactly you are driving you, you're trying to prevent piracy and you're driving me toward it if I ever want <laughs> to play if I ever want to play uh, final fight. I'm not going to buy your version. I'm going to go find an emulator, and I'm going to play it on an emulator. And the day that I want to play Diablo 3, I'm going to find somebody who's got a hacked copy. I'm going to torrent it off a Wares site, and I'm going to fucking play it offline. It's going to be the the same thing that happened with uh, EverQuest and WoW. You're going to have people that that just code server software, and you just run your own little... Just run your own shit. Run your own shit. Yeah. Yeah, I so it was it was one of those where I, I'll be fair, like about a third of of how I made it through college was selling EQ shit. Yeah, and it was one of the just selling accounts, and mm-hmm. and it's and it's easy, easy, easy. It was it was so easy money because you just basically sit there and you're like, I didn't even get shit up to fifty or or whatever level. You just get something up to twenty five, and then you're just like, hey. Who wants this? I blew X number of hours. I did this. I did that, and uh, basically it equates down to I put about a hundred bucks of effort into it. Who wants it for a hundred and twenty? Right, yeah, done. And it, and it was it was easy, easy, easy money. Oh. Here's the hard thing. Today, most of that's gone, right? Sure. And I and I look at that as sad. I look at it as sad to say. You know what? Somebody wants to spend the time actually, you know, putting uh, putting together a service. I will be. 
I am the dad. Can you beat this? I mean, I am literally going to be that for you. I will. Yeah. You can pay me money, and I will. Like people bitch about gold farmers. I don't bitch about gold farmers. No, Why? Because I have a life where I'm making real ducats, so I can buy fake ducats, and I don't have to burn time making that I can, you know, be spending making real ducats. So I buy fake ducats for that. Fuck it. Well, and that's the thing. Like. They, that's the part of this that they did right was was having an auction house that yeah, that yeah. had was a real money auction house where yes. they took a slice of the transactions, which yes. is exactly exactly what Sony should have done with EverQuest mm-hmm. back in the day. Instead of getting pissed off at people selling items and, and accounts on eBay, right? Make your own fucking auction site, right? Well, you know, and just and take a cut. And, you know, and and, and 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 correct me if I'm wrong in this statement, but isn't that part of what has made? Magic the Gathering, such a long, uh, uh, the game with such longevity that it has, that it has created a a professional playing class where you and can make your, yeah, mm-hmm. you can actually make a living playing Magic, which, you know, is no different well, than making a living <laughs> playing poker. Or, no, that's exactly what I was about to say. It, right. It also shares the aesthetic with poker where probably, like, only maybe four, Five to six percent of the people that play Magic are professional level players. Sure. Yeah. Of those five or six percent of professional level players, maybe only ten percent of them can actually make money enough money to live on playing the game. Sure. Um, other people make plenty of money on the secondary market selling cards. You know, oh, and yeah. Mr. Suitcases and people, and and people like, write right. and things like that. Right. And right. Um, but that's the beauty of, of the Magic professional scene is it's very similar to poker in that they give you the illusion that you could be good enough to win and make money right. when in actuality the percentage is so small. It's just like poker, right? And, yeah, exactly. And the thing that drives the economy is all of the thousands of people who think, I'm going to make it big I'll, on the Pro Tour! And then they go, like myself. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, um, and, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, you know, granted, we have the added dimension of, okay, you can't sell poker cards, but at the same point in time, you can, you know, with, with Magic, yeah. you have the secondary economy. I looked at, like, with Second Life, for example, one of the big things, and I never really got, and nobody what I know. fucking freak show yeah, that I know. is. Oh, my God. Holy but, I mean, shit. But the whole thing with Second Life, when, they first, when it first came out, they talked about was the fact that you would be able to make real money. You would be able to market real products mm-hmm. in there. You would be able to use it as a secondary, a virtual marketplace, mm-hmm. which every Xbox Live, a virtual marketplace. PS, PSN, a virtual marketplace. When when Diablo three came out with this whole thing of there's the auction house which is going to be a virtual marketplace you can play the game and items and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong this because I don't own it but you can sell them in the auction house the items you get in game for real cash yes okay yep. you so, sell them for real cash Sony or Blizzaro takes a cut and, yeah and, exactly and and that's the thing it's fucking brilliant why why would I I don't see why MMOs didn't do this I don't see why Blizzard didn't do this more with WoW. I don't see yeah. why everybody jumps up and down freaking out about this. If because the beauty, me- the beauty of, of, a, of an economy like that is that you, you create an environment where your players are generating, your own, generating their own microtransactions. Yes. You no longer have to go through the effort of creating content except nope. for creating the items or rather creating the algorithms that generate the items that, that drop the in the items. game. Right. Yes. Right? And then you... You know, you you dump those algorithms out, and occasionally you refresh them with new items and shit. Yep. And then you let all the players do all the work for you. Yeah, let mm-hmm. the shit. Grow. I mean, if if anything is taught uh, people is that, it, it, and if you look at market economics versus, and and it's not 
laissez-faire. And the reason being is that there are absolute rules as to how you transact things. It's not up to you. Mm-hmm. You can't screw somebody out of their money unless you are unless you are basically unless you're dealing with someone who's ignorant. You put an item up for 200k, normally everybody pays, puts it up for 100k, but it's rare enough that there's only one on the auction house is 200k. Somebody who doesn't know buys it. Okay, well there's, you know, there are laws against that in in the world in and of itself in many places, but not all. But that's something that you can do in games is that you can limit that that available. You can limit the ability for people to be douchebags mm-hmm. right. with other people's money. Why in the fuck hasn't the industry really grabbed onto this harder than what they're doing right now with Diablo? And I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay. And Diablo is part of the problem. All right, because none of the people that are game designers want to make their environment secure enough to, to stand up to the crucible that it's going to be put under. That's fair. And, it's, gonna, and that's a hard crucible. I mean, let's be fair. We're talking millions of players, millions of interactive Millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about going to, hey, EA and... Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Blizzard and Bloomberg put out fucking Diablo 3? <laughs> <laughs> NYSE put out Diablo 3? What the fuck is NASDAQ doing putting out a video game? But, no but that's the thing, is that when you start talking about actual money um, and and actual currency and people putting work in and, and the, their account actually meaning something. You go and play World of Warcraft, you know, you put in a ton of time, but nothing in your account is actually worth anything. Anything. Right. So just you the account. So you just the just the account and the right. time you've put in, there's no monetary value to it, which means it doesn't need to stand up to the same level of security that uh financial transactions do. Right. Yeah. Which, in all honesty, if Blizzard were in were had been smart in the from the get go the first thing they would have done when they were developing this auction house and getting it to a point where it was going to sell so many items and it was going to be, you know, this, this, you know, money pit is they would have gone to all of the people that worked on security and programming for online poker. Like, yeah, go to those guys and be like, you're out of a job because the U.S. government fucked you over, so why not come over to our side where your shit's legal and teach us how you do your security and how you handle your monetary transactions? Yes. yes. Um, because those guys know how to do it right, if you're from a respectable site, right? Yeah. Like, clearly there's, right. there's fucking, you know, Dung Heap Poker isn't going to be the one sure. that you want to go to. You want to go to, you know, somebody like Poker Stars. But, right. but still, it, like, but, yeah. But even if you think you know what you're doing, the, the the problem when you get into to actual dollars and the dollars and the scope that the real the auction house is going to deal with um, is that as even if you think you know what you're doing, there's going to be tens of thousands of people that are going to try and tell you tell you and show you that no, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of where I, I look at it and say, you know, this is the this is the there are these break points of the evolution of any any product or any series mm-hmm. of products where you start. First, you just innovate the product from inside of its of its genre, of its industry. And then at that point, you start marrying it out. Cars were just a purely cars thing from like the teens, you know, basically all the way up until the 40s and the 50s. And then they started getting into, well, what do other vehicles do? You know, what, how do they how do they work? How do they, you know, do things? And, oh, wait, you know, boats are better. And many people buy boats if they're smaller. Hmm. You know, many people buy things with safety devices on them. Hmm. That's, you know, airplanes are the same way. So you get these these industries that start working off of each other. Games have not yet done that in a real way. 
And I bet you money, if any, if there's any financial success that comes off of this experiment, that's the direction that they're going to go. Because they're already going off the microtransactions things. I see that when I play Mass Effect 3 sure. all the fucking time. What fucking yeah. scares me about it is, though, though is that um, if it becomes a financial success and those microtransactions become uh, a, a popular thing, then the, the package as a whole gets lumped together and becomes... People associate all of its features with its success, including this shitty DRM. And so then it's going to become more and more popular for fucking video game companies to create DRM like this where where, um, users can't even play single player without, you know... Without fucking you know logging in online. Oh yeah, and that's which the I think part is, I well, I think is yeah. I mean, I think it's bullshit because yeah. to be entirely honest, when it comes to games that have uh, multiplayer and single player um, elements, and they are of equal importance, or there is a multiplayer element that's of a significantly higher importance. Yeah, sell it to me separately. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is my argument with the modern warfare games and the blops games is. Modern Warfare is a fun first-person shooter. Yes. It is a really good, well-designed game. It's action-packed. It's awesome. Yeah. Cod Blops is the same thing. They're, they're very good games. Their single-player campaign is about five hours long. Sure. And I'm not paying 60 fucking dollars for five hours of gameplay. Right. And most of the people that are buying it for the multiplayer aren't playing the single-player anyway. Or if they are, they're fucking blowing through it in three hours, and then they're going to play in multiplayer. Yes. Right. Sell it to me separately. Give twenty bucks and I can download a five hour game. Do I would do that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. And I'm I know sure. a lot of people that would probably do the same thing. The same thing with Diablo, right? Like sell me the single player campaign and make me pay for the multiplayer features, including the auction house, right? right? Yeah. Because I understand that I could go through the single player campaign over and over and over again and drop get a bunch of item drops and then take them into the auction house, and that's one of the draws of the game. But what if I don't want to do that? You right. know, what if I what if I just want to pay, play the single player? Let me let me pay twenty bucks, get the single player campaign that doesn't have the fucking DRM, and I don't have to worry about it. If I want, then after the fact to <laughs> after the fact to to <laughs> then to then go into the auction house and sell some of the shit that 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 has dropped for me, then I pay another twenty bucks. Right, mm-hmm. or I pay, uh, you know, I pay another twenty bucks for auction house functionality. Right, then I pay another twenty bucks for multiplayer gameplay. Well, that's the and, direction it's going, though. And I mean, then that, but it's not. Nobody's doing it. Well, like that's yet. the problem. Like, well, like I think, but they're all they're all sticking their their toe in the water, right? I mean, you see this with like the MMOs that are free to play, and then all of the extra shit you're spending money on, and all of those MMOs. I mean, you're looking at the the D and D MMO. You're looking at Star Trek MMO. You're looking at a, a bunch of other Champions Online. I think is also they're not. They're not gangbuster money yet, and so and granted, part of the reason they're not gangbuster money is because there is no IP that they have that is going to draw gangbuster money to them. That being said, it's it's nascent. I mean, it is kind of young. But if you look at what Xbox Live has been doing quietly, they are making a shitload of money off of all of these micro to 160 points, 200. Like, but in the first few years of Xbox Live, all you could get were big DLC add-ons that were 800 plus points, for ten bucks, ten to fifteen bucks. Now, most of their shit is anywhere from from a buck fifty to five bucks, yeah. and that's a vast majority of it. And they are making money hand over fist. So it's one of those where, as people. Sh- get shown that this is financially viable they're just going to keep doing it more but there's a difference between dlc and microtransactions and the and the types of things that they're doing now yes and what i'm talking about which is compartmentalizing the game yes right where you actually take entire 
feature sets of the game and you're like you you can buy these a la carte right yeah right? oh yeah and yeah. if you and if not, you buy no, them all no one's it, doing that yet yeah if you and and maybe you even do it like everything else you know if, if sure. you buy them a la carte you pay 65 bucks if you if you buy them in the package you get them for 50 bucks you know okay. something yeah. like that whatever yeah. but just like let me let me choose the aspects of the game that i want to buy right you know, right like right and i understand some where you, it's a value-added thing where like with like multiplayer and uncharted that's a value add that's not mm-hmm. a core mechanic of the game right. right people are paying you know i paid 60 bucks for a for a 12 to 13 hour cinematic gaming experience with uncharted sure um and but with like modern warfare i would be i'd be willing to say easily the multiplayer is is the core gameplay. Yes. And the single player is the value add. It's like yeah. so sell me that fucking separately. Like with Uncharted. <laughs> with Uncharted I would play I would pay forty bucks for the game the single player campaign only. Absolutely. And then if I want to play online, I pay an extra ten or twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, fine. And I don't know. I that's whatever. I we're we're way off topic. We, we are kind of DRM off DRM blows the auction house is, <laughs> isn't secure. Ah, uh, but the um, future so, um, E3 is coming, or was last week. Was last week. Um, and I don't know that we have a hell of a lot to talk about with E3 because it was kind of boring. Um, let me put it, like I, like I said earlier, I don't think, there was nothing at E3 that penetrated the bubble of, like, okay, I've done this experiment the last three years of E3 where I basically don't pay attention to the news to see if anything jumps out from that bubble, either through conversations yeah. with others or through whatever, that gets to me and goes, oh, wow, and I look at something that happened at E3. It didn't happen to me last year. It kind of happened the year before that. And this year, did E3 actually happen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were there were games that were announced that I really think look cool. Okay. Like Rayman, Rayman Legends? Rayman Legends looks pretty cool. Like, uh, don't snicker, sir. Rayman Origins was uh, fucking oh, awesome. I, no, 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 no. I, I know I'm pissing on the cloth of the Lord in this house when I say anything <laughs> bad about Rayman. <laughs> you took a dump in the Virgin Mary's mouth! <laughs> yeah, and I wiped it with Rayman. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm in a mood, ladies and gentlemen. I've also been drinking, and welcome. Yeah. A, a mood is one way to describe it. Uh, it's a mood. Um, <laughs> Rayman Legends looks good. Uh, for me... Um, the three major manufacturers, there was nothing interesting from any of them. Mm-hmm. Not really. However, then Ubisoft stepped up, and fuck, some of the stuff that they announced looked... I mean, okay, Sony, in their first-party titles, has uh, um, Beyond Two Souls, which looked really good. It's it's a game by the same people that made Heavy Rain, mm-hmm. and Heavy Rain was awesome. That's what Beyond I Two Souls looks really good. Uh then they they also have The Last of Us, which is a post apocalyptic thriller by the guys by Naughty Dog, the guys that done did Uncharted, right? And that one looks fucking awesome. But for me, Ubisoft had Rayman Legends, and they had uh, this game called Watch Dogs. That fuck, it looks spectacular. Did you see Watch Dogs? <laughs> no, I didn't. stuff. Okay, Watch Dogs is it's like a it's typical like third person adventure game type thing, open world city set in Chicago, and um, the premise of it is it's a near future thing where um, cities have, oh, I can't remember what they call it. They call it like uh, ITOS. Um, but it, basically, most cities in the United States have, have adopted this integrated computer system that runs almost all of their um, systems. 
in in an, in a fashion where well, they can be distribution. yeah kind of lights power distribution it's, it's an traffic lights thing, and infrastructure yeah. things so now the the also the premise is that people have learned how to hack that in order to control the way a city works mm-hmm. so the premise is you're playing this guy who has the ability to like from a handheld device hack most anything in the city <laughs> from cell phones to traffic lights to electrical power grids to everything and so the the demo that they show they show him like the little bits at the start where the kind of it's kind of interesting you're walking through a crowd and you can get information on basically everybody that's standing there if they're carrying any sort of electronic device like their cell phone or something you can kind of get right. information on who they are what they do the coolest thing was they he walks outside and he's trying to get to this guy who he baits into coming to where he is. And as the guy is driving up to to kill him, basically, he hacks into the traffic grid, turns all the lights green, and makes him crash into an intersection. Wow. And then proceeds to... And then it turns into more like gunplay parkour type stuff where he's like really cool gunplay mechanics. But the concept behind it is simply that you have this open world city and you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want to it. You can change the traffic lights. You can turn a building's power off. You can fucking hack people's devices. You can, you can shut off people's cell phones at random. You can do all this random shit in the city and it looks awesome. So, so it sounds like the, the interesting parts of the Metroid prime engine, (laughs) here's a detective mode the entire time plus mirror's edge. Yeah, a Uh, little bit. Yeah. Except it's not first person, which is good because Mirror's Edge. Oh God! Uh, yeah. yeah, seriously, Mirror's Edge was such a good, such you know, it kills me. Such an awesome concept that was not yeah. done well in oh, yeah. You don't, just you just, not. you just don't make that first person. If you're like the coolest thing about parkour is watching someone do it, do yeah. it, yeah. not yeah. seeing it from someone's eyes as they, they're just like you're just seeing bumps and grinds and <laughs> you know, <it's> like <laughs> uh, anyway. Voice is already fucked up because uh, I've been ranting for the last half an hour. But we're going to go ahead and spend a little time talking about a little game called Star Tropics. Uh, Matthew, have you got it pulled up on Wikipedia by any chance? I uh, certainly do. Uh, you go ahead and talk about release information, like when it came out. Okay. So Star Tropics was released onto the world like uh, a plague on the 1st of December, <laughs> 1990, in North America. It was then shot out of the anus of Satan on the 20th of August, 1992 into the European lands. Uh, Virtual Console on January 7, 2008. This was pulled out of a fucking fetus of evil again into North America. Four days later to be shot bloody screaming and on molten magma fire into PAL. It is a single player game. It was designed by Genyo Takeda with Makoto Wada and Masato Hatakayama. Konnichiwa. And if you know any of those fucking people, please punch them in the dick for me. Which will probably start off with other people talking about this. Uh, so, this uh, what do you what do you think about this game, Matthew? <laughs> I think this game. Somebody else talk about this game, please. <laughs> you're not gonna get you're not gonna get a hell of a lot better out of me because, um, like, so to explain the game, at least a little bit, it's 
sort of a Zelda clone. Sort and of. it's sort of a like a Zelda 1 clone, not right. like a good Zelda clone. Um, <coughs> so you have overworld segments where you talk to people kind of RPG style. Mm-hmm. And then you go into dungeons, and those dungeons are still top-down, and they are Zelda-like, Zelda-like combat, top-down Zelda-like combat, where instead of a sword, you have a yo-yo. Yeah. Um, it's set in modern, sort of futuristic kind of... Sort of kind of modern. Like. No, it was, it, was, it was same day. Yeah. Okay. Um, the 90s. So the... Uh, I don't... I honestly... The premise of the game, to the best of my knowledge, is... Uh, Mike Mike Jones Mike Jones' uh, <laughs> uncle gets vanished. Yeah, and, so he gets kidnapped. And you're trying to find him. Yep. Nowhere, aside from the opening scene, does that ever matter. Yep. No. You, Never. So I'm going to start by talking about the fact that this is has RPG elements in it in so much as there's a lot of talking to people. There's a lot of supposed plot. Yeah, and, and by RPG elements, what you really mean to say is that this game was... The Legend of Zelda got drunk along with Dragon Warrior, and they had a baby. Well, uh, okay, they got... They, Zelda knocked up Dragon Warrior, and about seven and a half months in, partial birth aborted Star <laughs> Tropics. Um, so, I really... the, the I'm, I'm going to try and focus on the story part, because... It's non-existent. Yeah. Like, they try and make it the drive, but there's no drive. Like, yeah. I mean... Yeah. You go looking for a submarine. You go looking for Rob the Robot, who's running your submarine. Yeah. And then, it, you, and then you head over to the next place, and you're going to try and find a dolphin. Right. For some fucking reason. I don't know. Because at this point, you haven't had enough surrealism trying to go True. through and conquer a bunch of bad guys, mutants, aliens, and people with guns with a yo-yo. And everything in the game ends in cola. Yes. Yes. Why? Yes. Mir Cola, something Cola. The islands are all called blah blah Cola. cola. It's like, the, it's the scene from uh, Blazing Saddles when there's a bunch of people in the church along with the cows, and you see the sign for the for the 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 whatever the fuck town council, and it's A Johnson, H Johnson, B Johnson, Y Johnson, <laughs> J Johnson, B Johnson. They're all inbred cattle people. Uh, all right. I so I, I think I illustrated my point by saying. I want to talk about the story. There's nothing to fucking talk about. <laughs> there's no story. There's no, there's, it is, um, the, the problem with the fact that there's no story is that the game is exceedingly linear. Yes. Yes. It is start in town A, talk to everybody in town until you open up the path to go to a dungeon. Yep. And you have to talk to everyone. And you have to talk to every single person. I was describing this to James mm-hmm. the other day when we were talking that, it's like it's like knowing that you have it's having a keyboard yep. and a computer yep. and knowing that one keystroke is what you need to move to the next screen on the computer but none of the keys are labeled. <laughs> so all you're doing is going down the line and you're like K Q W E R T Y U I Oh, it's oh, it's oh did oh did oh, it this time. Oh, oh, did, oh it. did it this time. And then you're like uh okay, I got to I got to press Another key. A S D. Oh, it's K. It's K. It's K. This time, K did it. 
and then you just move on to the next thing. Right. And that's all it is. It's like you that, go into town. That's all the overworld is. There's you, no there's no combat. There's no stores. There's no interaction. There's you talk to guys. They tell you about a story, or maybe they tell you about yourself themselves, or they or they, or they, or they tell you something in horrible English. Yeah. Uh, and then you talk to everyone, and then you go talk to the chief of the town, and then you actually go do something. Yeah. And then you go and you go into you walk around the overworld once you're done talking to people, you find right. the entrance to a dungeon. Right. You enter dungeon. Dungeon consists of here's a screen with a grid that you must walk on. Yep. And a bunch of blocks. And a bunch of enemies. Yep. Maybe it's got blocks. Maybe it's got enemies. Maybe it's got blocks and enemies. Um the enemies basically all move the same. They 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 either move in a grid. Or they move diagonally if they're flying. Uh, they take varying number of hits depending on the enemies. Very few of the enemies actually follow you around. The right. skull-headed chickens. The, the creepy like, skull-headed chickens will follow you. Creepy God. fucking enemy. <laughs> uh, everything else will just either move in its own pattern, um, jump around randomly. Or, or you will trigger a pattern. Or you will trigger a pattern with motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you wander around, walk into a room kill everything that moves, jump on every single uh, platform, block. Eventually a door opens, you move to the next room. And that's the whole game. Yeah. And and then sometimes you have a surprise your dead rooms where you drop into oh. a, a, a room where there's <laughs> nothing there except lava or water for you to drown or die in. Yeah, um, that, um, that one got see. me in uh, level three. You found one of the surprise rooms? There's a stage... Where you enter the room, and there's uh, you can't go up the middle. There's two paths to the side, and there's two paths to the side of jump blocks. Yep. And if you go to the right, you get through just fine. If you go to the left, you'll go two screens. You'll jump one more time, and then the third screen, there's nothing for you to land on, and you just land in lava and die. <laughs> and there's no way to prevent it. There's no way to know what's going to happen. You just lo- the game is just like you know what? Fucking flip a coin and lose a life. Right. And. That's the kind of thing that that um, like I just I just I I it lost me there because I was putting up with it up until that point right mm-hmm. I was putting I was like you know what okay I it's got sketchy controls um, yeah the the graphics aren't that great but it's an NES game so I'll free, I'll give it some space graphics pro- are, are okay for an NES game <sighs> the okay. music is good yes I, I'll give it that the, the, music, the music is actually yeah. really music, really the music good music is very yes. good it um, is not and that's uh, one of the positive things I'll say about the game yeah like, mm-hmm. you were going to say something go ahead uh, the gameplay is not the best it's not it's not terrible it's not good yeah it's not terrible I've, I have played much worse NES games than this one that's fair that's fair we played eight eyes um <laughs> So we played Metal Gear. We played Metal yeah, that's Gear. That's true. Uh, I don't know if I would put Metal Gear worse than this, though. Like at least Metal Gear had, at least Metal Gear had more entertainment value, right? Like, did you uh, enjoy going through three quarters of the, of the stage and dying, and then going back to the beginning? No, that but doesn't happen. Really, that doesn't well, happen in fair. this one. No, unless you die three times, and then sure. you're your F sword. So. Uh, <laughs> I think the really funny thing is you go into a dungeon, you die twice, you get out of it, you go to the next dungeon, your lives are back at three. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Um, I'm... So, the controls are sketchy, in my opinion, because you walk around and you're stuck to a grid. Yeah. And so sometimes you don't 
go where you, you want to go. Nope. Sometimes you turn the wrong direction. Sometimes you're and sometimes you want to move and you just turn. Yeah, and you're, you're just like, like, oh, shit. I need to go over here to avoid this. I just I didn't actually move. Great. <laughs> well, wonderful. I'll take a hit. Wonderful. Um, Great. Okay. I like it. Um, there's, hit me again, snake. <laughs> uh, there's no like. I hesitate to call the things in this game puzzles because they're not puzzles. Puzzles involve some amount of logic and a solution that requires thought. Whereas right. this game, this you go into a room and you just jump on every platform until all switches are revealed. Yeah. And then you hit hit all switches until all doors are revealed. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's just you, trial and error memorization. It's, it's yeah. pedometer attrition. I mean, I just I walk <laughs> here, I walk there, I walk there, I walk there. Bing! I walk here, I walk there, I walk there. It's... it's it's fucking Zelda again, except it's a different form of Zelda. In no. Zelda, it's I bomb this wall tile, I bomb that wall tile, I bomb that wall tile. I bomb. Oh, there it is! Bing, bing. Zelda, Zelda's puzzles had logic to them. Now, the first Zelda maybe not as much as they, later I mean, Zeldas, but even, like even the, even the, even the first, first Zelda, Zelda had some block slide puzzles. Yes, were, yes, I will, I will agree. This that game they has did. actually nothing other than trial and error, randomness. Yeah. There's no, no, there's no randomness. <laughs> there is He's right. There is nothing that's random. It is very carefully designed to be nothing. shitty. <laughs> <laughs> like, it isn't like you go into a room and all of a sudden the, the tiles are in some other fucking order. You go into a room and the tiles are set out exactly the same way they were the last time you played the game. So if you poorly. run this game, yeah, poorly. <laughs> and if you run this game, you can just memorize where the fuck everything's at and, yeah. ne- and never jump into one of the the pools of acid. Um, ex- I, I guess uh, for me the thought of randomness was was what what patterns are okay now in Zelda I will I will give you this there are patterns you, you guys are right there are patterns in in my view and I totally admit my hatred of the Legend of Zelda is a completely me idiosyncratic thing no one else shares it but that's not true okay well I know people, people that don't it. like the first Zelda I'm not a big fan of I, I don't I don't hate it like you do right uh, but I don't I don't really like it I don't and okay. I, I also don't think that it holds up at all. I um, honestly got to think the people that in North America should form a support group that hate Zelda. <laughs> we fucking should. Because everybody else I've talked, hey man, it's like the Legend of Zelda. Oh, that piece of fucking whale shit. <laughs> you don't like Zelda? No, I don't like Zelda. <laughs> Jesus is an asshole and your God is dead. The other, the other problem though is that when you say I don't like Zelda, to be entirely honest, every single person you talk to, if you say the Legend of Zelda... The mm-hmm. first thing that pops into their mind is going to be Link to either past. Link to the Past or Ocarina yeah. of Time. Yeah. One of the two. It's not going to be The Legend of Zelda because The Legend of but Zelda is nothing more than a stepping stone to good games. It, it, yeah. it, it is, but it's, again, it's my old, you know, it's it's me walking past somebody who's under the age of 26. And I'm like, hey, what did you guys just go see at the movie theater? Oh, we went and saw A New Hope, and I break out my dick and choke him to death with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and they're sitting there underneath my fucking lawyer. It's not significant far. <laughs> and that's how they died. <laughs> it's fucking Legend of Zelda. It's not Link to the Past. It's not Ocarina of Time. Those are two separate games. Yeah. This is Legend of Zelda. If you'd it like to contact sucks. Matthew Coyne, please email. <laughs> yeah. Do not email the show address, please. <laughs> Stop now. By the way, remember that mood thing I was talking about? Matthew Coyne's opinions do not represent the opinions of the <laughs> geekerific.com or the editors of this show. Um, okay, so back to Star Tropics. Um, 
Sorry, I wanted to. So yeah. Anyway, yes. the, con- the controls. The controls are sketchy, but yes. they're the, the. There's a couple of things, specific control issues that bothered me. Okay. Um. First of all, you have the ability to jump. Mm-hmm. Only straight up, unless you're jumping onto a jump platform. Yes. Um, which bothers me because when you're in a room and there's an enemy running at you, you should technically be able to jump over it. However, if it stops or if it's moving in a weird direction and you try and jump over it, you won't actually jump over it because no matter how much momentum, supposed momentum you have, right. you're moving forward, you jump straight up and land straight down. Yes. That fucking bothers me. And then the, uh, no. you know, then there's jump pads where you, you walk up to the edge, you hit the button and it jumps onto that pad and then jumps to the next pad. Right. Yeah. Um, that is probably the biggest control issue that I had with this game, aside from the grid thing. Uh, the other was, I almost, a lot of people will call will call this a positive for the game, but I almost feel in some ways that they tried to do too much with like the different weapons and the different things that you could have, because like yeah. having to pause the game and then hit a particular weapon to do something just it just breaks everything up too much. Like you're like, Oh, I walk into a room and I can't see what's going on. I got to fucking pause, pull out the wand. <laughs> oh, look, there's ghosts oh, here. There's ghosts here. And then, <laughs> and then unpause and go fight the ghosts. Um, so I, I don't know. The controls were sketchy in, in those ways. And, but the things that, got to me the things that ruined it for me like i was willing to put up with a lot of this game i played through till uh two thirds ish the way through uh chapter three okay um so i i got to the uh the ghost the cemetery the ghost Ghost village village. Um, uh you guys got farther than i did and first thing that killed it for me was that goddamn like death room like oh i'm jump 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 fuck i jumped into the lava and i could not could not do anything to prevent it nothing no jump off the screen and i'm going and i hit back and get get to go back to my nothing it's just like it's just like you you get to die because we tell you you're dying you know not not because you did something wrong just because no, you're going to die here. Um, the second one was the invisible enemies. That was the point where I was like, I'm done. You're you're now you're not just um, you're not just trying to add uh, a wrinkle into the gameplay. You're just fucking with me. Like I walk into a room and there are literally enemies I cannot see. There's not nope. even like a predator trail. There's nothing. There's nope. no dot on the screen. There's no indication that I'm going to get hacked by some fucking ghost. It, I just walk in and I start taking damage right. and I don't know why. Right. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Like, Especially in an area where like you go into towns beforehand and I didn't get this far but I mean every th- every t- before you hit dungeons you have all of these opportunities to have dialogues right. with people that sit there and kiss your ass. Hey, you were a really good basketball player. <laughs> okay, well <laughs> why are you giving me a fucking yo-yo? Why don't you just give me bombs or some yeah. shit, you know? Yeah, there could have been some place in one of the 5,000 towns you go into where you're like, hey, this ghost village, there's ghosts in there, you can't see them without the magic rod or whatever. Yeah. Right. And and here's the, with the with the play style I don't get, the the guys that did this came off in the past of developing Punch-Out, right? The director of this was the same guy, that uh-huh. one of the designer, head designer, the same guy that did Punch-Out. Uh-huh. Punch-Out had awesome, awesome 
play control, in my view. I, I well, it was. I mean, that, and that was the whole emphasis of the game. shit. Blinks hit button, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, but I mean, again, it's it's the. Um, and, and I'll say this with Zelda, even despite my my unremittent hatred for it, whenever I died, I knew why I died. Again, it comes back to okay, yeah, if I, you died because the hit detection was shit. Was shit. That's why you died. Yeah, <laughs> the hit detection in this game is good. It was good. It's good. It's it was good. It's just too bad I couldn't fucking navigate my way around. Right, exactly. <laughs> because I had like, Tard Troller. They, they, fixed, they, they, fixed, <laughs> they fixed one of Zelda's problems and created nine more. And created nine yeah. more. It has a select button, a start button, a ding kong button, a boo button. Sorry for the burning the mic into the red with my special needs impersonation. The opinions expressed by Matthew Coyne are not the opinion. No. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. There's going to be a goddamn disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Matthew was in a mood. If you're easily offended, please, God, don't listen to this. Don't base your judgments of other people, especially the other people at the table, based on this. The people that are listening to this podcast that do trade secrets and hit the deck have absolutely nothing to do with me and are now removing me from Facebook. That's okay. Nobody does hit the deck anymore. That's so. right. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> and now they just kick James. Well, that's off funny. Of I think we're gonna get. I think we're actually gonna get the third episode of After the Fact up on before uh, Andy gets the next episode of Trade Secrets on the air. So I'm not even sure anybody's doing Trade Secrets anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, I don't know how much else there is to talk about this game because of the fact that it was just it's so linear. It is yeah. point A to point B, and that is it. And then you get you come out of a dungeon and you get points. Why the fuck do you get points for coming out of a dungeon? Do you get an extra life? No. I don't know what the fuck you get points for. No. Points for nothing. I, I think it's one of those where they, they... You get games like this where they decide that they're going to marry a couple of concepts. Again, it's the... You know, Legend of yeah, Zelda yeah. got drunk, and Dragon Warrior got drunk, and, you know, and Mommy can tolerate enough of Daddy. Um <laughs> But I think that they they came out with something that was an imperfect marriage of two things that they didn't give themselves enough time to flesh out well. Because I I look at this and I'm sitting there going, God, there's just there's so many open holes where they just seem to be careless. Yeah, and that's where it kind of gets. What was it you were saying the other day about like um, removing the overworld segments? Right. Yeah. Like like, the overworld does actually absolutely nothing for this game. Yes. Yeah. Like you just yes. talk to people and then you talk to more people and then you talk to more people and then you talk to more people. And that's it. And you don't give a shit what they're saying. You, yeah, no. no at all. You are in full you are in full Final Fantasy talk to this guy, scroll through the content. Did you say something I give a shit about? No, moving on. Oh, see this time. But, okay, I got it. But but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She oh, opened up the Oh, it's percent the sign. Part. Fuck. <laughs> um but so there's there's no no added benefit to the overworld at all. Period. Yeah. Other than if you like having conversations with the random utterances guy on the bus, <laughs> I, literally that's what it is. I, that literally is what it is. I went to the store. <laughs> so, I like cheese. Want to smell my bag? <laughs> <laughs> so they could have taken that cartridge space and built better t- uh, puzzles, built better dungeons, built built a control system where you didn't have to move on a fucking grid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, just make it a series of levels, like a series yeah. of dungeons, and then let me, you know, go I would fight have hated it a lot less. Dungeon um, cutscene, dungeon cutscene. That's yeah, all you need. Yeah, exactly. The cutscenes right. in this game are five hours because you have to go through a fucking maze of an overworld. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Um, I'm not sure why uh, why people liked this game. I never played it, so I can't. I, I can't. Play, I, I played it a ton as a kid. Really, really. Why did Why? you play it a ton? 
Um, because the other games I had for the Nintendo were real bad at that point. I, I had big shitter games like fucking Castellan. I don't know if you've ever heard of fucking Castellan. It's the just, I've heard of it. It's so I've never bad. Played it. It's so. <laughs> well, we'll make sure and not do it on the show. Then. <laughs> you won't find a copy of it anywhere. That's a good thing. Um, All I had was Metal Gear Rygar and Urban Champion. <laughs> <laughs> I had Rygar. That's for sure. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> And you you've survived uh, without putting a gun in your mouth? No, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no, 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 no. No, I have not survived without putting a gun in my mouth. I've survived with being too chicken shit to pull the trigger. <laughs> but, I, but, oh, dude, are you kidding? I just, the, yeah. I, I mean, for games that involve a guy with a yo-yo, this is better than Rygar. <laughs> <laughs> not as good as Yonoid. No, 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 not as good as Yonoid. No. Um, but, like, this was... It was interesting back then. Like, I was 10 when this game came out. Oh, so it's Microtron's. Uh, it's Microtron's theory. Which yeah. you were. These games are awesome. You were borderline retarded. <laughs> borderline retarded as a kid. <laughs> so you're like, all right, whatever. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, I just exactly. What do we, like? Okay, and I can understand. Okay, you're you're coming out with a game that's kind of supposed to be semi-serious. You know, Legend of Zelda. In Zelda, they give Zelda or they give Link a sword. Now it's a wooden sword. Why the fuck you want to go save somebody with a wooden sword is beyond me. But at least it's a sword. It's a weapon. In other games with yo-yos in it, like what are we talking about here? I mean, Rygar's yo-yo is a saw blade, so we'll give him a pass. Sure. But, I mean, like, what was it? Like, Little Nemo, I think, is another one that has the yo-yo as the primary weapon. But is it? I it might it be. I, I haven't played Maybe. Little Nemo I'm pretty sure, so but, but, it, but that was like a dream game. So it's sure. like you're in a completely fictional world. This game, you're supposed to be in the real world. You're supposed to go save your buddy, the, the doctor who is doing some kind of weird experiment on an island, and you are supposed to go up against mutants, aliens, and dudes with guns, and they give you a yo-yo. This... You're really fucking awesome with that yo-yo, dude. <laughs> I li- I do not understand. You're the like obsession. Smothers Brothers, awesome with that yeah, fucking yo-yo. No shit. Like if you, I, I'm literally Just the first myself. Of... Hopefully, the people that are listening to this show are old enough to at least get that. At reference. least get that one, please. <laughs> Fuck me. But, I mean, it's like at this point I'm sitting here going, wait a minute, I just tacked a guy out with a yo-yo. He has claws for hands. I'm taking out my Swiss Army knife. I'm hacking off his hands. I'm putting them over my own, and I'm using those because those are better weapons than this dumb fucking <laughs> yo-yo. Well, you eventually can get uh, get the, the you get Morning a, Star. You get a Morning Star, yeah. Which is a yo-yo with spikes on it that's, only, a, that's, yeah. only, that's only good for you if you've managed to collect all the big hearts and you can stay... It's one of those. It's one of the. It's, mas- it's master sword. It's bullshit. master sword bullshit. <laughs> where you have to be over six hearts to for it to work. I have that is a mechanic that I wish Zelda had not, not fucking, fucking shat done. upon the world. Like I hate that bullshit. Hey, I, here's course, something in your inventory that you can't use. You can't use until what unless is it? you're it's, really healthy. You're right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what what is this? It's a crossbow. I've been using crossbows for the last twenty levels. Yeah, but you can't use this one. Why? You, you you can't. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. I'm looking at seeing what came out the same year as this game, and there's quite a, a lot few, of better like, games. Double Dragon Two. Yeah, very good. Uh, <laughs> Eight Eyes. <laughs> River City Ransom. Better. Uh, Top Gun. <laughs> better. No. Yes. No. Super the Mario. News. Super Mario Brothers Three. Yeah. Excellent. This year, Heavy Barrel, which is a, it's. A, I'm a fan. Fun. Yeah, I, it's fun. I don't know. Like what? What else have we got? We've got uh, win, lose, or draw. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune Family Edition. Um, Snake's Revenge Super C. Super C. Super C. Yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy. 
Uh, the first Final Fantasy yeah. came out this year. Brilliant game. Chippendales Rescue Rangers came out in 1990. Boulder Dash. Fuck yeah! There's there's so many good games this year. Uh, Rad Racer Two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure some Ikari Warriors bullshit came out that year too. <laughs> bad dudes, bad dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Crystallis. Crystallis is actually. Crystallis really is insanely good. Yeah, Crystallis yeah, is really good. good. Narc came out that year. Oh man! If you like, want to play, if you want to play a Zelda clone, just play Crystallis. Yeah, seriously, right? Castlevania Three came out that year. Another excellent, yeah, which game. we will be reviewing in a couple weeks. Oh good! Uh, oh, God. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm sitting here just looking at this, and there's uh, the cool spot. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So many good games that year, and I just don't understand what how this competed with Doctor Mario. I, I guess that that's yeah, that's my. It question was is. it was Nintendo's big holiday release. They put most of their press behind it. Mega Man Three came out a month before. Yeah, yeah. But this was a yeah. Yo, I mean, Yo Noid came out a month before. <laughs> oh, yeah, no shit. Listen, when you have a magazine and you have millions of screaming and brats you, you want to sell a game to, you throw this in their face. Yeah, well, yeah. and that's where it was because I can't. If we went through and looked at the back issues of Nintendo Power from you know August to December of 1990, we're gonna find a whole shitload of those articles about how awesome Star Tropics is, yeah. and yeah. how it's gonna be the new your thing. exclusive preview of Star Tropics next month. Another preview of Star Tropics. <laughs> you know, yeah, Coming soon, the strategy guide for Star Tropics. Now you won't jump in the pit that kills you. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It's going to be a bunch of guys talking about, you know, well, this is something that, hey, if you like Dragon War and if you like Legend of Zelda, then you're going to love Star Tropics. Yeah, and my, and my uh, boiled down review of this game is that there is absolutely nothing about it that stands out. No, there isn't. The music is good, and I'll give it that. But yes. I don't think that it's Mega Man good or Mario good, no. or it's 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 possibly you good. You don't really remember it's the tunes. Third. It's it's good though, but like the graphics are bland in just yeah. about every way, with the exception of some of the character designs that look just like fucking Punch Out characters, right? Um, but. Uh, the controls are mediocre. The dungeon designs are bland. Yes. The gameplay is repetitive. Yep. The overworld is pointless. The graphics are are bland and boring. And I just don't get why there's any fervor at all about this game ever. And there's a lot of people I know that really fucking loved this game. I lo- I like this game. And I went and played it again. And I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's not terrible. But I don't want to play it anymore. And I disagree, man. I think it's fucking terrible. I it's, uh, I think it's awful. Uh, now I I come at this with a with a with a slightly spiteful slightly 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 ever so gently I insert my spite. Stop it. Well, if you if if after that glowing review you want to pick up a copy of <laughs> of Star Tropics, you can get it. There's only two ways to get it. You can get it the NES version on the cart, which is actually relatively inexpensive. Star Tropics Two is actually way more expensive. Yeah, on the it's cart much than, rarer. Yeah. Than you chase after Tetris pieces in that game. <laughs> <laughs> wow, not not joking at all. I know, I know, no, no, I believe you. Um, so, or you can get it on Virtual Console for five bucks, and I don't. It's not. Just don't. There's Just, there's there are better Zelda clones on there if you want to play a game that's not yeah. Zelda but kind of Zelda-ish.
thinking more of like stabbing it with my steely knives. But you know, hey, if we want to just totally put our middle finger at the Family Research Council, man, let's just not hold back. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Oh God, I'm glad that wasn't actually recorded. <laughs> so, <I'm not. laughs> uh, so for the next episode of the show, we are going to be doing Castlevania Three, as we were talking about earlier. Uh, this was a suggestion by a fan, so um, we are going to. It was Jeremy Smith who said that we better fucking do Castlevania Three. So we, we did the first get some two fucking questions, we, Jeremy. Yeah, we, Jeremy. we bow to your better judgment, Jeremy. Thank you. Uh, Where the fuck were you before we decided to do goddamn Star Tropics? <laughs> I ask you. So, uh, and we've as uh, as we've been trying to do, we've got actually the next several shows planned out. So we will be doing Castlevania Three, uh, and and actually that is uh, we record that next week, and then we will publish that the week after. And yep. then um, Karnov will be the next one after that. Uh, yeah. Big fat fire spit in Russian. Woo-hoo. And then we're going to do Star Fox. Uh, and then after that, we have chosen to do uh, the Virgin game out of this world. Yeah. Um, so that's the next two months of the show all, all laid out in front of you. Uh, yeah, we got some good games coming up. Hopefully you won't have to listen to us rant for an hour about uh, the piece of shit that we just anything but the game we played playing. Yeah. <laughs> so did you wonder why the industry section took so long? That's why <laughs> <laughs> we're all avoiding playing this. Uh, check out our other show, Trade Secrets. If Andy ever posts an episode, you can actually listen to to that show. Uh, they they recorded <laughs> an episode about uh, the strange talent of Luther Strode that's been hovering in limbo for the last several weeks, and hopefully will be posted soon. Uh, you can rate us on iTunes. Uh, it helps us get listeners, helps us get uh, promotions. Uh, you can review us on Zoom, but why bother? Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter. Main show feed is at After the Fact Pod. I am at Geek Elite. Matthew is at Coin C O Y N E underscore Metropole. James is at James F N X. Uh, the other two regular members of the show, Micatron is at Mr. Atron, M-R-A-T-R-O-N, and Eddie Isaac is at Sambo Black, S-A-M-B-O-B-L-A-K. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash after the fact podcast. You can friend us on XBLA or PSN or Steam. And if you want to be a part of the show, uh, you can either hit us up on one of those portals or you can fire us an email at after the fact at geekerific.com. Yay. Uh, this has been a terrible, terrible ordeal. Uh, and hopefully Castlevania 3 will not come come across the same. Uh, no mail or anything else this section? Nothing to outlast this one? No, there's I nothing. tweeted, this is no awesome. one responded. Yeah, this is this is it. We didn't get any responses for this one, so awesome. uh, hopefully our, our we'll fan, get more. Our fan base is much smarter than we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you, James. You're welcome. I am Luke, and I'm... Fucking out. You're out. <laughs>